Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ray Danger, Glenn Mack. Now, Ray, as I told you, um, earlier this week uh, I held a charity event uh, to benefit a friend who was in a, a terrible bike accident. He's He's paralyzed, and... Geez, we got 300 people out to uh, the Conchie Brewing Company place out in Bridgeport, Puddler's Kitchen and Tap, and you, you were there selling books and really helping out, and I appreciate that. And everybody, everybody who was there said to me, how's your dad? After that, Bill's loss, how's your dad doing? Is your dad okay? So I figured, well, one more time, we're going to have my dad on. Marv Mack now joins us. Dad, everybody wants to know. Were you crushed? How did the game affect you when the Bills lost Kansas City? You and I were watching that thing together. How you doing, Dad? Uh, pretty good. You know, because there's some fallout from that that made me feel good. Um, first of all, everybody recognized what a great job Josh Allen did and how heroic the Bills were. And, you know, it was a great game. It was really... Um, a very exciting game. <laughs> and it turns out that the most important throw of the game turned out to be the coin toss by the ref. Oh, amen. Yeah. Ray, my dad is so much a better person than I am. <laughs> 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 he, he really, he, you hear how well he's handled it. Dad, it's, it's, you're philosophical, right? Because you've, I mean, you've lived this story your whole life. Well, that's right. That's <laughs> so one more time, you know. Um <laughs> No, I'm I'm okay. I I think the Bills have great promise. I'm looking forward to next year. Oh, I think God. Josh Allen is doing very well. And I tell you something that that uh, I grew out of this game, and that is that uh, um, uh, the the uh, team, yeah, um, uh, the Bills, it, the Chiefs, it, who? I'm I'm sorry, the Chiefs uh, and the Bills. At the no, I'm talking about. The, the Chiefs uh, were so impressed with the Bills um, that um, one of the Chiefs fans sent out a, a Facebook uh, uh, message yeah. suggesting that that the uh, Chief followers donate thirteen dollars to to uh, Josh Allen's foundation, yeah. benefits Children's Hospital, so they. They collected $255,000 and counting so far for this thing and donations. So I thought that was a great outcome. So now there's four teams left playing tomorrow. Who are you rooting for? Well, I'm, I'm sort of torn. I was thinking about um, continuing to root for um, the Chiefs. But you know, Nando, uh, my grandson-in-law, your your my, my uh, nephew, nephew-in-law, whatever we we call him, Nando is a San Francisco fan, and uh, maybe in deference to him, maybe I'll uh, I'll root for uh, 
San Francisco. Keep it in the family. Yeah. So Ray, when we when we watched last week, it was my dad and me and my son Alex and my grandson, my father's great grandson, Gregory Mack now. Dad, I gotta tell you, it was pretty special for four generations, even even as the Bills lost. <laughs> that there were four generations of us, including the baby, it was pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, did you do as I suggested? That you did everything exactly the same as the week before. You ordered the from you ordered from the same yeah. Chinese restaurant. You got the same meal. Marv, you wore the same clothes. I mean, did you ever did you do everything to, all down the line? No, I hope so, Ray, because you you said something about a blue shirt, and I wasn't quite sure which shirt it was, but I did my best. Yeah, you got it. You, you did know. it. That was it. There, you had the same one. So it, that that unfortunately that was not. That was not what doomed us. What doomed us, as Ray suggested in the last segment, was was a failure of defense at the end. Um, one last thing, Dad. Yeah. And um, I I just have to tell you that people have enjoyed you being on the last few weeks. Um, I have too. <laughs> and I appreciate that. And Ray, people say to me, "Gosh, your dad sounds like he did radio." It sounds like he knows what he's doing. Um, and. I know you did uh, during your career in advertising, you did voiceovers. And right. so I want you to give us just like 10, 15 seconds of of what was your most famous campaign when I was growing up in Buffalo, the one you did for the bagel company. So can you give me like 15 seconds on that? Absolutely. All right. Um, Abel's Bagels was at that time, this is around 1980, the largest bagel bakery in the world. It was before bagels were well-known outside of big cities like Philadelphia and New York. And um, they were the first to make the frozen bagels before lenders. So I created a campaign um, to attract children because I thought that children would absolutely influence their parents. And it was called Bagel Man, the, uh, the cartoon strip that I drew and the voiceovers that I did. So... What I did as Bagel Man was I started out as mild-mannered Abel Bagel, and uh, excuse me, uh, mild-mannered uh, Abel, who became Bagel Man through eating one of the Abel's bagels and was able to thwart the criminals. And it started out this way. Uh, I, I'm mild-mannered Abel, and I'm going to eat an Abel's bagel. And I will become... Bagel Man. And uh, that was a series uh, Ray, that, that ran for quite a long time. In th- this is what I grew up with, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty impressive, I think. Yeah, it was pretty good. Dad, I love you, and I'll see you this week. And uh, nice job, and, and we got the bills next year. Okay, Sonny, good. All right, Dad. Love you. Right. There you go. There you go, Ray. <laughs> he did. Oh, he did had, voice. He did voice stuff. Well, I know. I. I mean, you had told me that, but yeah. not in that much detail. I had never heard the story. <laughs> I had never heard the story of Bagel Man before. He did well. He did a lot of commercials, but that was one that you know I. I had some traction. So, <laughs> there you have it. Um, okay, I don't want to gripe because again, I listen. I still root for the Bills. Obviously, I'm you know Eagles first and foremost. But that's my childhood team, and that's my dad. I want my dad to get that Super Bowl. Oh, after all those heartbreaks, um, so I don't want to. I don't want to moan about it. But the a game that can put you in the final four, being so influenced by a coin flip to me, Ray, seems just a really bad rule. Right. I mean, the Bills could have stopped him. Should have stopped him. 
Um, but I saw somebody write this week. It's like, okay, you know, you, you have a World Series game and a team hits a home run in the top of the 10th, and it's like, oh, good, now we go home. It's not the way sports works. Uh, no, no. And uh, I, I agree with that. I mean, it was the way the two offenses were playing, and more specifically, the way the two defenses were playing at the end of that game, uh, it was clear that whoever won the coin flip was going to win. I mean, he just knew. I mean, nobody's going to stop anybody at that point. Uh, and so that game, it, it literally came down to the coin flip. You know, I mean, you can say, well, they could have stopped them, but no, nobody had stopped anybody for if, in that whole sequence of events. So that coin flip was everything right there. And, you know, I, I think that if you, if you look at the way this thing breaks down, they say that you know, over the course of time, it's not that far from, you know, the team that wins, wins, you know, just it's almost 50-50. And it kind of is. If you look in regular season, it's, it's about 52-53% that the team that wins the toss winds up winning the game. Uh, it is kind of even. But that's not true in the playoffs. Right. In the playoffs, it's the team that wins the toss in overtime, they're 10-1. and one. Yep. So it's, it's a whole different set of circumstances. And that's why, to me... You know, that, that game just – the way that that game was played and the way that game ended, it just cried out to give the ball back to Josh Allen and give him one more try, you know, and then let him see if he can match the touchdown. And then once you do that, now you move on to sudden death. I think that's exactly the way it should go, and, and I hope they address it in the offseason. Randy and Brumall wants to talk about that. Good morning, Randy. Hey, Glenn. Um, listen, I want you to know I'm, I'm a Steelers fan. I was really hoping for the Bills last weekend. Um, <laughs> Same thing happened to my Steelers uh, 10 years ago when Tim yeah. Tebow uh, in overtime threw a pass to Demarius Thomas and the Steelers never got a chance. So, um, uh, I, But I do have uh, a, uh, a, a proposal that i not heard before about how they could address overtime in any time, not just the playoffs, that was better than a coin toss. Let's Would you like it. to hear it? Sure. Well, I just think it would work better if they would treat the end of the fourth quarter, if the game ends in a tie, four quarters end in a tie, you treat it like it's the end of the third quarter. You just switch sides. It becomes sudden death, but you're going in the opposite direction now, and you just do it that way. I, both teams would know when there's seven minutes left in the fourth quarter or five minutes or three minutes or one minute, they would know the rules and so they'd be able to strategize in the final minutes of the fourth quarter knowing what comes next. Oh, so you're um, saying if you have the ball and you're at a certain yard line, you just try to milk the clock to get it to overtime. Well, um, you, just you, play it like, you, you just play it like it's the third quarter instead of the fourth quarter. Yeah, and if, yeah. if there's two minutes left, and, and, and you, well, if the time runs out and you still have the ball wherever, at the 50-yard line or wherever, then you switch sides like you would going from the third or fourth quarter and you just continue the game, except it becomes sudden death at that point. Whoever I hear you. First. Ray, I don't know. that. I mean, Randy, it's, I, you're a smart guy, but, Ray, I don't know if I'm going with that. Uh yeah, I don't uh, I don't know that I would I don't know that I would go there. What what I what I what I no what I would do is I would I would make sure that each team got the ball. I mean they they've amended it to the point where um the current rules are in play now. The team can kick a you can't end it on a field goal. You got but you can end it on a touchdown. I still think that the other team should be able to have a possession and be able to tie it and then it could go to sudden death. But if Josh Allen would have had the ball, he would have he would have gone down and scored a touchdown. Like you said, nobody was stopping anybody. And then then the Chiefs get the ball and they go down and score a touchdown. So it was still decided by a coin flip. Yeah, 
No, no, I, I hear you. Uh, one last question for you, Randall. Next year when the season starts, because you are a Steelers fan, the Pittsburgh Steelers starting quarterback will be? Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be Mason Rudolph. I think he's paid his dues. I think I, I think he's not been horrible. I think the jury's still out on whether they could win a Super Bowl with him. Yeah, Probably well. not, but I think he deserves a shot. I think you're going to end up with 12 angry men if that's the case. I don't think so. Uh, anyway, always nice to hear from you. All right, Ray, uh, you know what? Let me just work this in because I, I mentioned it a couple times. We did a charity event uh, this this week, uh, Thursday night, at the uh, Puddler's Kitchen and Tap in um, Bridgeport uh, to benefit a friend of mine who had been paralyzed in, in a car accident. And I want to thank you uh, and Mike Sielski, who came out and sold books and, and gave part of the uh, part of the take to the, uh, to the charity. Uh, Bernie Perrant was there and was his usual fantastic, friendly, terrific self. Yes, he was. Uh, the people from Snyder Youth Hockey were there. Uh, and all the volunteers, including Paul Jolovitz, who came to hang out, and I ended up giving him a job, and he raised like hundreds and hundreds of dollars for the charity, which I appreciate from Paul. Um, all the volunteers, 300 people who came out, did a nice job. I, I don't know yet what we raised, but it was well above our initial goal, so I just wanted to thank you and everybody for that. It was a pleasure. It was a great night, and you did a, you did a tremendous job getting the people out, because I know you were concerned all, you know yeah, how many people are going to be here? We, we don't get. know. Yeah. We have no idea. And I had a feeling it was going to be a big success. But I'll tell you what. It, I mean, it even exceeded my expectations. And my expectations were pretty good, but it turned out to be even bigger than that. Yeah, it was terrific, and everybody was great. And I just wanted to thank everybody. Ray, coming up, we do our Shibe Sports um, this week in Philadelphia sports history, and this is an interesting one because you and I have very different feelings about the person we are going to talk about. I will just tell you. That it was, let me do the quick math, God Almighty, 36 years ago today. No, that can't be. Yes, it was. It was 36 years ago today. Somebody was hired in Philadelphia sports, and it was a pretty landmark moment. We'll give you that coming up. 215-592-9494. Ray and Glenn on 94 WIP. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.